Listening to Roar, powered by LT Gray. Welcome to the Tiger Den. And this morning we have Young, who happens to be our 2020-2021 Editor-in-Chief. Good morning, Young. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Great, thank you. Um, I I don't know if our listeners know, but we are now in the second season of Roar, so congratulations. This is where you you normally say. Yeah, thank you. It's been a great honor. Um. So, are you in school yet? Um. No, we're actually all still doing online. Uh, it's. I don't know. I think it's going pretty well. I, I'm enjoying it a lot. So you are enjoying your Zoom classes. Yes. That's great. And uh, how is LT Gray working right now? Um, LT Gray has moved from becoming a magazine towards an online website that we're really working hard on. Um, we're going to be updating it almost every single week now, and I think it's going great. The writers have been doing a phenomenal job at making their articles really interesting and engaging for all of our readers. Awesome. And uh, I know that we're going to keep up with our podcasts. How often should we be expecting one of these? Uh, we're planning on one a week as well, all from different people in El Tigre. So we're going to be looking at a bunch of different new and interesting perspectives on topics that they want to talk about. Awesome. It seems like a hefty uh, burden to bear, but I think you guys can do it. You have a great team. Uh, and your advisor, if I do say so myself, she's pretty excellent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so I know that your topic this week is about stress in the news and media that's been happening. Uh, probably not just nationwide, but globally. Do you want to tell us a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, ever since quarantine set in, everybody's been confined in their homes and they're even closer to their. Oh, no, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, So I think that because of quarantine, we've been so focused on like the news of what's coming next. And as we were just stuck at home, we just kept on focusing on the news. And I found myself to be really stressed out by this year, especially because of everything that's happened. Um, quarantine, COVID not going away as quick as we thought it was going to be. Um, BLM really um, perking up this year with um, George Floyd's death, which I thought was a horrible deed. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just really gone to my head, especially. And knowing a couple of my friends as we talked about this, that's like a pretty big issue with everyone. Um, what other events do you think have like caused some stress in the media for both students and other people alike? You know, we live in an unprecedented time right now where everybody seems to be getting into like the political sphere too. And with the elections coming up, I think they can be very, very, um, stressful for those that are trying to figure out where they stand in terms of politically. And the news is like a really bad place to start with that because it can be so, um, overwhelming at times and you know I think it's really complex for anybody that's just beginning to get into this kind of stuff right um, because it's it's definitely overwhelming even for me still and what do you think might help you know I, I I've been looking into this I, I was thinking maybe I should just like stop completely like reading the news 
But then at one point, I always just get pulled back in because of something absurd that happened again. And then it just seems like an endless loop of like looking at the news, feeling overwhelmed by it, feeling stressed out by it. And then it's just like a constant cycle. So what do you? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. So basically, I, I, I gone to the point where I just delete everything for a couple of weeks. And then that usually helps me relax a little bit more. What do you think it's going to take for the nation to settle down within the media for all these different situations? You know, I think the media is used as like a huge political tool. I mean, like people either go to like CNN or Fox News and those are pretty, I would say, like they lean either pretty much left or right. And it's like I think they can get pretty discriminant with their news titles. And I think people should be wary of any news that they read and they should really try to fact check it themselves. And that can be really stressful and hard by that task in itself. So, I mean, what I've done is, like, I've basically just looked at both perspectives of everything and see where I would stand in it. And I find myself standing in both sides at times because it's, like, I don't think any side is technically wrong in what they're believing. It's just that it can be seen in a different perspective from determined on, like, the background that you come from. Right. Not to throw you off, but some of it doesn't even seem political anymore. There was a gender reveal party that made the news do did you read about that yeah uh, you know it's ridiculous especially us living in california we're pretty used to these fires unfortunately we shouldn't be this this isn't something that we should be like going over every single year because i don't think this is actually the first time a gender reveal party has created like a massive fire that's been destroying homes all over california and like the west coast right um it seems pretty insensitive that they're doing it during fire season and that, you know, um, there are already massive fires everywhere. And so that happened. I I know that that blew up on all social media platforms. Um, So we know it's a boy, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think that that adds to stress as well. Right. Uh, But also, do you think that these news stories um, when they encapsulate, individuals like that that it brings stress to that individual family when they make the news now has that changed from like prior years you know from like i've only been reading news like diligently since i would say around seventh grade um i don't know how it was like way way back then when the news like first began on television but i i would say that there's definitely an urge to make headlines a lot more attractive to like the eyes And that may not even be like a positive attraction. It can be a negative attraction. And that often garners hate. And even like, I mean, in terms of like this situation with the gender party, everyone can agree that it was pretty foolish of them to do it. But I can see how they can see it as a genuine mistake. And they should be responsible for some of the actions that they did. But we definitely have to think of it in a more humane perspective at times. So what I'm hearing from you is that um, maybe people are so hostile that they're not responding rationally. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of, it's a lot easier to be hostile behind the screen than in person. I mean, I think we can all agree behind that. An internet warrior, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. And how do you think we should start transitioning the news and journalism so that way people can be um, a little less stressed or de-stressed? Um, from headlines and from actual content. 
you know, I think we all can just relax in the way that we like see things, like take a moment to step back and think, what is this headline really saying? And try to break it up into like the most basic information that we can. And then, I mean, head, I mean, news channels these days, they have to get viewers on to like get the money that they do. So I understand why they may be making these kind of headlines, but I, I think that the damage is pretty, pretty large at hand when they do these kind of headlines that can be misleading, bring people to like wrong conclusions. And I think we as the people should now just take our responsibilities as citizens to take care of these topics with like our own like responsibility. All right. So what I'm hearing from you is in order to calm down and ease tension within um, our population of, well, our demographic, right? Right. Um, It's to uh, absorb the content and actually um, piece together the fragments that we can tell are true. Um, De- um, sensationalize headlines and I'm hearing from you that you would also prefer people to take a step back before responding to the article by really thinking outside the box and having critical thinking skills before using the actual information that they're obtaining to respond and reflect in a negative way yeah I think you covered it perfectly I couldn't have said it better I think you actually said it and I just gave a conclusion <laughs> I'm pretty proud of you. Um, I think these are great ideas. I think that that might help with the stress level. Um, One thing I would add is that if news sources are coming at you too much um, and because you're using social media, then maybe it's a good thing to take um, a sabbatical from social media for a while just to make sure that you are able to filter, communicate, and... Uh, conduct yourself in a way that is more responsible. I know that I have been heated at times and maybe I should have taken a step back or maybe I do take a step back. But I think that those things are also ways to distress ourselves after reading or understanding and learning content that can be inflammatory towards things we feel and think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Any last words for us, sir? Um, look, 2020... It's almost done. We only got like, what, five months, four months? Uh, we, we, three. I'm bad at math. How many months we have left? I, I think we can get through it. Just hope and pray that 2021 isn't as bad. And yeah, I, I pray for the best, I guess. There's, there's always a sunrise and a sunset, right? So there's always good things on the horizon. Well, I appreciate you joining us today, Young. You're amazing. Good luck with your team this year. I know that LT Gray is going to do some fantastic things for our campus. And uh, again, I'm incredibly proud of you. Have a great day. You too.